the other side of countryside. Brought up in a Suffolk village, I well appreciate the beauty of the countryside, but never ever be fooled that the big landowners and landlords are gatekeepers of this beauty, for they are the ones eager to destroy what is not profitable. I have seen the other side of countryside. Twice I witnessed the hunt rip foxes to pieces, once in my school playground. I have seen mountains of dead fish pulled from the river store. It's not thieves and arsonists who have scrubbed out hedgerows and burnt the straw. It's not poisoners who fill the earth with pesticides and poison the rivers. It's not some crazy person who traps animals and shoots birds. Here are four poems reflecting the other side of the countryside. Um, These are poems from the late 1970s, early 1980s. In the first poem, Blood Brook, I try to bring the two sides of countryside together. It was written in 1979 and came forth in the Hammersmith Open Poetry Competition in 1980. After I read it at that big church in Hammersmith between the flyover and uh, and King Street, I think, the kindly judge said I would have won the competition if he had heard the poems, not just read them. No money in fourth place, though. Oh, well. It was subsequently published in the volume Suffer Suffolk, 1987. Blood Brook. I mistook the cold, dark birds for terminals on the distant power lines, my thumbs or bone wrapped in fingers and pressed into my palms. They caught the tiny flying dot, the fox, in a ditch between two fields of newly cut furrows, caught and shredded the fox like the unrubbed tobacco old Bill would break in his palms pressing down the wire-fine ends into the bowl of his old pipe with a thumb. Hooves pass on Tarm Academy as I unthaw my hands on a bathroom radiator, eyes dazzled by scarlet. I place crust, fat and nuts on a table for thrushes, tits and sparrows and listen to them above a frying pan spitting flecks of agitated fat from sausages and liver. Plates of ice hang outstretched above the shallow Chilton stream, running vermilion from the slaughterhouse with the blood of horses and cows, where Suicide Jack hung up his boots above black cobbles a year before the Cod War. The cold, dark birds are huddled tight on the wires as dusty fingers of snow spread into the corners of our backyard. I tell myself that my hands are clenched to improve the circulation, and indeed, the blood is warm, the blood is furious. This next poem, Darker Hearts, was written in the early 1980s and in some ways is quite nostalgic. Nostalgic because I'd left Suffolk and was studying in London. However, with nuclear war on the agenda, the dark side stalks the light. 
It was also published in the volume Suffer Suffolk. Darker Hearts Flies pepper the curling skins of marrows on the compost as jets cast fleeting shadows over the acid green of leaf beet newly risen from the plot. Worms spaghetti the lawn with casts and gently turn the earth beneath wigwams of peas and runner beans hanging from nets like a mash assault of toy marines. Hedgerows, decal lanes, thrushes and sparrows of undergrowth mosaic stroke the sensibilities of the middle ear. Woodbine spiral binds wild rose stems. Flowers like city litter shimmer. Beads of water glitter on broad waxy pads of the store. Cherry tree stumps held down with tar subversively spread their roots beneath the summer house in soil as dark as hearts still pumping. Moon's chilling chiaroscuro catches swans on the mill pool and makes ghostly snow of apple blossom which stirs across the path. Behind horizon's lip an electric storm wells up, alludes to battle in a nearby town. Dawn breaks... A black kite over corn cracks its sail and colludes with a pulse of orange from a rotating drum to startle rooks on their first light raid. Above the curling skins of marrows, a jet trails its mark up upon the sky. And life is taken underground to burrows, bolt holes, to the darkness under leaves, to hollows in sand between the bark and its tree. Only the farmer, in his Land Rover, is unaware of his susceptibility. This third poem is shorter, Seasons of the Axe. This was written in the 1970s and included in a volume called A Road to the Sea by Magic Pen Press, 1989. Seasons of the Axe Footprints in the snow on Little Box Meadow Lovers loping up Leather Bottle Hill in winter Courting beneath conifers in the steamy cold, burning bare fingers on railings round the green. Metallic axe in a shop window in a fat saturated sycamore block, poised to portion meat, come tomorrow. The couple stare. She holds in her hand a wedge of flint from which they unfold an entire community. Back home, her black mac drips onto ice-blue linoleum. Love tightens. Her hands fill with face an impending Monday. The flint is so sharp, beautiful. The sycamore weeps fat. Blood money. This last poem, Stubblefires, is a bit of a rant. Uh, Though stubble burning was banned in the mid-80s, I think, I've used the image. It is a poem very much of its time. 
the brilliant struggle by the Greenham women to hawk cruise missiles being stationed here, for instance. Stubble Fires was published in Suffer Suffolk, 1987, and later used, in part, as an element of narration in my BBC Radio 4 play, Overspill, 1993. So here is Stubble Fires. It's dirt and grime and nine-to-five commuters in the city, but in the country, rolling fields and river wears, green king pubs and village dances, lorries rolling, blister holing, factory slackers, boardrooms, stomachs, camouflage, tracks and barbed wire fences, Christmas card, blackbirds on a wire, and frogs caught leaping in stubble fires. Roller coaster walks in Chroma, Claire and Kersey. Size will be a giant toaster on the coast. Rainy days in caravans on golden sands. Fuck's glove, cowslip, cherry bee. At Vickers and Tarts barbecue. In a tent behind the boot and goat. The sauna solarium was once the old umbrella menders. Caught nude bathing. A Suffolk free press shocker through pesticide alley. Mother walks her cocker. Suffolk pinks. Rude, nostalgic faces. Ale glazed. From Spalding to Great Tay. Everest double glazed. Gentle undulations. Contours of home improvements. Texas. The big one. Andrex. The soft one. Eight green wellies for family. Nuclear pit. Public inquiry. Tick. Good works. Well done. Christmas card, blackbirds on a wire, and frogs caught leaping in stubble fires. Francis Bacon, home from home in Wivenhoe. Lorries rumbling down a lane with stripe break coal and mountain grain. Missiles overhead and in the fields, out the woodwork in a council chamber. The old independent, a farmer, will last forever. For forever's for the dead. Yields per acre, profits per tonne, nitrogen brook. Such an adventure for our young. Cavity insulation, cabbages in tins, midnight greases on farting bikes, stag night, stag shot, shotgun loves in Bell Hotel, drinking champers to the fox's blood. And there are wildlife craters in the wood, a platoon on night patrol in Thetford, US Air Force skimming overhead, haywains, haywire, around it tourist crews, Bugger you, kids. I got my B-Reg. Telecom vandals, aerosol loose, happy homes, pine strip waxed in a pledge. Turtle wax from Sainsbury's will fulfil our desires. Candles burning, women dancing, cutting wires. Frogs caught leaping in stubble fires. Keep hearts burning, keep on dancing, keep on keeping on. Thanks for listening. Next week there'll be a chance to listen to a schoolgirl's diary from 1947 on my podcast.